Hi, and welcome to Over the Barrel, the Sun-Times Media Local Craft Beer Podcast. I'm Charles Berman. I'm Rich Bird. And this is an exciting episode for us. It's our fourth, and we're live at Lagunitas on the, on the south side of Chicago, where they just opened their new brewery. The first bottles rolled off the lines today to toast and cheers from the staff, and there was a lot of media here to capture the moment. Yeah, it's a huge facility. Um, it's down on 17th Street, just off of Rockwell. And uh, we spent a lot of the morning just taking tours and uh, checking things out while they fired up the, the new bottling line. Um, and then we sat down and talked with some of the folks that um, are the brains uh, behind the operation, um, in particular Tony McGee, who's the founder, um, started cooking beer on his, uh, on his stove and has turned it into a, uh, a national corporation. We also talked with his sister, Karen Hamilton. Um, she's the regional marketing manager. Um, she basically covers everything that is east of the Rocky Mountains. And uh, we also had a, a special guest with Mary Bauer, who is the um, chief brewer. And she's from Aurora, so there were a lot of local connections to this national brewery. Um, you'll learn here in a second that Tony and his sister Karen both went to Buffalo Grove High School, the same place I went to, and <laughs> and then and then we got our Aurora flavor too. So um, Lagunitas is here in Chicago, and uh, they're doing it big. Tony, I was excited to learn earlier this week that. Uh, you're a Buffalo Grove High School grad, just like I am, I am and you grew up in Arlington Heights, same neighborhood yeah. as I did, and you opened Lagunitas 20 years ago. We went to the same grade school. Same, yeah, Riley Elementary School. I was the first graduating class. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then you moved out to California and started Lagunitas. Right. Um, what's the journey been like to get back to Chicago? Well, they got these airports, you know, and there's <laughs> the shits going in and out of them all the time. It's just, now, uh, the journey back here really was all just about uh, <laughs> about uh, efficiency and trying to make uh, better relationships with uh, consumers, more tight. You know, craft. So much of craft is is local, and so you got to be near your customers, and and you got to know what they're what's on their mind, and they got to know what you're thinking. And if you can all stay aligned, you know, it's like a, you can build a business on that. And so we're quite local where we are in California. Where we spend a lot of time trying to think of how we could export those things and sort of be that to customers in other parts of the country, and then that kind of. That kind of intersected with the notion of uh, all of the fr money we spend on freight and the, the two mountain ranges and a desert that's between, you know, California and here. And, and um, it's one, more, one time I was flying over, and I'm looking down, it's just dark for two hours of the flight. You know, I'm like, what are we shipping beer across that space for? And then that, the idea kind of manifested itself in just an exchange of, uh, of freight bills, which would go on forever, uh, and is an expense for bank debt. You know, which is on the balance sheet instead, and, and uh, eventually you pay it off. And all of a sudden, it's like we could build this brewery here in Chicago, be tight with the city, be tight with the Midwest, and, and, and be able to kind of interact, and uh, we could build it for free, which is pretty much what we did by just exchanging those same dollars. It was a crazy symmetry to the whole thing. You so know? it had to do with geography, uh, your hometown, and what else about Chicago makes it the right, the right fit? Well, hometown. It makes a big difference because not only did I want to do it, but but also because um, I, I I know the city and I understand the city and I you know I know how people are here and I I knew I could talk to them. I mean, if I wanted to try to go do the brewery in like Jacksonville, you know, I I don't even know the culture there. I'd have to learn how to talk to the people that run the city and stuff and run, and make those decisions. And here in Chicago, it was like you know I already kind of it was in my blood, you know. So so it was a real easy thing to do. And the other thing, just the crossroads of the nation for freight, you know. Uh, there's up the, over behind those buildings there. They 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 hide it, but there's this giant lake. It's just fresh water, like you know. In California, it turns out, you know, this year's like the most brutal drought you know ever. And 
that continues on for another year, I'll be really glad we have this brewery here. So, okay. so Mary, you're the head brewer. You've got some local connections here too, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm uh, born and raised in Aurora, Illinois. So, um, you know, about 40 miles west of here. So, um, I have been um, around the country with uh, different positions um, for about the past nine years. So, I'm thrilled to be back. Um, went to University of Illinois. So, so excited to be home um, back here and, and brewing beer on top of that and starting up a brewery and working for a fabulous company. I mean, you know, this easy decision, easy decision. What was your inspirations to go into brewing and sort of what were your original, you know, your first beers that you had that sort of set you down this, into this career path? Well, for me, um, I studied chemistry in, in school and uh, I enjoyed chemistry, but um, brewing and food in general gave it something more practical and, and way cool. <laughs> There's, it's, it's hard to find uh, a lot of cool things that are associated with chemistry. So um, being able to, to understand what's going on in those vessels out there um, and, and is what, what drove me to, to go into brewing because I really enjoyed the science and the chemistry behind it. And then um, on top of that, being able to, um, to manage a, a great team was something that, that combined uh, the, the science and, and managing people was, was an, easy, an easy choice for me to go into brewing. And, and it's a fun industry. Once, once I got into it, I, I, never, I never wanted to leave. It's, it's awesome. There you go. Yeah. And how about you, Tony? I, I, I studied music in, right, in school, and so it's like the first time I brewed, I realized pretty quickly that, uh, uh, that, uh, that there's like a, a page with a recipe on it. You know, it doesn't contain beer any more than a clock contains time or a piece of sheet music contains music. It, it has to be then translated into reality, and there's a thousand compromises and a thousand insights and things you have to kind of use instinct for to understand it. And then the idea is this little piece of paper can then manifest itself in the real world and replicate it out into infinity. You know, it's like you, you know, you write some music down next to you, know, it's on an MP3, and it glows. It can be, it can go anywhere. And, and but there's a tons and tons of compromises and, and little understandings that have to go along to get it from one to the other. A lot of skill, a lot of discipline. And, and so I understood brewing right away from a music musician standpoint. And on the brand side, uh, you know, brand is a 20-year-long symphony. You know, you've got a statement, original statement of themes. You know, development, thematic mutation. You know, bring back the original theme, add new material. I mean, it's the brand and composition are identical stories. You know, so. So, in addition to your music background, you're also the force behind the labels, the artwork, and yeah, everything. That's the, the brand. Read as yeah. they're sitting there drinking. What is the story that you're trying to tell with Lagunitas? I don't know. You, you, you know better than I do, you know? I mean, the, the thing is, just, you, know, you, you, you put stuff out there, and it wouldn't matter what it is I, I wanted you to understand. It's like, you know, people see something in it, and we listen, I listen to, to what, what, how people respond to things, and the things that, that are, you know, that, 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 uh, that, I've, that I've encoded in a label. Again, this is a composition, right? Uh, telling a story. Uh, the things that are, that are on there that resonate with people, I, I want to do more of, you know? I want to want to say things. I want to be understood, and and then, but I wanted to actually uh, go go out into the world and interact with people. The beer, the label, the brand, all of the ideas that go around it. And so, so you know, you'd have to tell me what you see in it, you know. But the, but uh, it seems like people see see good things in it, and so I want, so I just want to do more of that. You know? It seems like the recipe's working, obviously, and um, half a million barrels you brew out of Petaluma. 
Yeah. Right now we're brewing a 610,000 barrel pace back there. Per year. Yeah. I mean, if you took a month and you annualized it out, that's how much beer they're making right yeah. now. And this is replicated to do the same, if not triple it, once you use the entire space. Exactly. Here. Right. And are there going to be different beers brewed out of here versus California? Are there going to be Chicago special releases that... There will be in time, you know. Well, what I wanted to do was just be able to do what we do in California and, and do it as well here. So to take all the diesel out of the beer and to kind of allow people to come visit us. But, but uh, so this should be as the Petaluma Brewery if it was across the street from that brewery, you know. And, uh, but over time, everything will happen, you know. <laughs> There's probably nothing that you can imagine that won't happen sooner or later. We'll, we'll do special brews here like we do special brews there. And, and will they be Chicago brews? Well... I guess we're local, and so yeah, they will be that. You know, you know, you, you, if you're in a place, you become of that place. You know, and so all the kegs and uh, the packaging that's going on outside right now, where are those headed? Are there new markets that uh, that those are headed to? No, they're just right now. We are so behind because uh, uh, about thirty percent of the orders. My wife back, you know, in California, she does all the logistics and scheduling, and and so she sees what what's going on with the uh, with demand versus production. And so right now, we're shorting about thirty percent of the orders that are inbound right now. Um, and so that's that's a problem. So this place will initially just be tr helping to kind of rebuild our distributor inventories and, you know, put beer back on tap in places where we've fallen off because we couldn't supply the keg, you know. So so over time, though, there will be more states. We'll be able to do this. There's still 18 states that we're not in, and we'll be able to close all of those up pretty quick. So. Right. talked about opening this facility as a matter of logistics. You know, why mm -hmm. ship stuff across a mountain if you don't have to? Two mountain ranges and Two a desert. But what does it personally mean to you to see those first bottles coming off? Oh, it's the best thing ever, you know. It was the best thing ever. And the second best thing ever was to taste it. It tastes identical to the Petaluma beer. And this is the first brew. But, the, you know, between Brandon and Mary and Jeremy, uh, uh, Marshall from Petaluma working all together, they were able to kind of really understand the differences in the water chemistry and, and reproduce the, the flavor. The, 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 little, the little leg up we've had is that the We've been doing things the water in Petaluma for a long time to make it more accidentally like Chicago water, which happens to be fabulous brewing water. And so I think in the end we may end up having to up our game in Petaluma in terms of water handling, you know. So so it's it's pretty rewarding, you know. But the best thing was seeing the little, you know, Chicago, Illinois on the bottom of the label. That was just that that meant that meant all of this was real. Are you moving back? Um, back to California? Are you staying in Chicago, or are you going back to California? Um, I don't know, man. I think I'm going to be bi-coastal for a while, you know. <laughs> there's, there's a lot to do here, so it's, I want to be near it. And it's, it's neat because you do have family still living here. Your yes. sister is yeah. the... Um, and my nieces, yeah. Your yeah. sister and your nieces are here. Um, are you glad to have them back? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's been, <laughs> it's been great to have them back. And yeah. It's, uh, to, we've been working across the country. I told her to say that. Yeah. So, yeah. It just slipped me a 20. Um, <laughs> but uh, and it's great. My daughters are, are working in Missouri and, and have that kind of business relationship with their uncle. And, yeah. And he's a great mentor, so they, they, they see what he does. And, and one of them's on a personal level. And one of them's living back in Petaluma now. That's so, right. you know. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's a real family business you have. Yes. And, um, and but the other, other, other people at the brewery have, you know, have their kids or have their you know their their cousins and such working there as well so it's it's not exclusively that way you know and over time i hope it's more and more of that you know mm -hmm. any any thoughts that are coming up that, that people could be excited about uh just more beer 
We're just going to get in the tap room open, right? Yeah, in, sure. the, in the tap room. So after we all finish working so hard, we can go have a beer with y'all. So that'll be the mm -hmm. best thing, you know. The target date for is, is late May? Some, sometime during May, you know. Sometime during May. We're working hard on it every day, and it's just a matter of getting it done. Now, we had to put production considerations in front of the retail part of it because we're so short on product. So, but it is, we're working hard on it every day. Yeah, there's a there's a tap room. There'll be public tours. Uh, it looks like there's almost event space as well. Yeah. Um, yep. We'll have dancing horses, or skydivers, fireworks. There's a beer circus coming. <laughs> oh, there is. The, yeah. The beer from circus. California that'll you'll put on here too. Oh, so the, it's, it's not California. All all the performers for the beer circus are, are Chicagoans. But there, there are freaks everywhere in this country, so <laughs> you just, it's like you just put up the sign and they start showing up and, you know, they can't come crawling out of the woodwork. Well, thanks for joining us for the fourth episode of Over the Barrel. You can find us on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, and Suntimes.com, as well as BuffaloGrove.Suntimes.com for this episode with our Buffalo Grove High School grads. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>